0: Unstoppable Success Radio, Episode 409. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, the show where we help entrepreneurs, business owners and CEOs from around the world to skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. I am your host, Kelly Roach, now let's get down to business. I'm super excited to dive into today's topic, but before we do, a quick word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by the Unstoppable Entrepreneur, my wildly popular 12 month business incubator that helps online entrepreneurs grow and scale a profitable online brand that allows them to put their family first, create financial freedom, and accomplish their big mission in the world. When you're ready to get the coaching, tools, training, resources, accountability, and support that you want and deserve, to build a business that helps you accomplish all of your business and personal goals, go to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash yes to learn all about the unstoppable entrepreneur. That's kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash yes. Welcome back, guys. I am super excited to introduce to you our special guest of the week, Lisa Fraley. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am excited to have you here. So today we're going to be diving in, guys, to how you can really love the legal aspects of protecting yourself and your family and your business and to do it proactively in a spiritually centered way, which Lisa has a totally different approach to the legal world, which is why I was excited to have her on the show today. Because I think far too often, and Lisa, you can chime in on this, you know, as entrepreneurs, the word legal only comes up when we're feeling threatened or we're scared. It's not something that we proactively invest in to set ourselves up for success. Weigh in on that, Lisa.
1: Yeah, you're so right about that. It's um usually when people have something go wrong that they start thinking about the legal stuff because, you know, most people don't think it's fun. It's not at the top of their to-do list. And yet at the same time, when you're working so hard to grow your business, you want to protect it. You want to keep it safe. And also you want to make sure you have protections in place so that you don't feel like you have to hold yourself back. You don't have to play small. You can actually step up and play big and be unstoppable and actually launch the programs you want to launch and work with the clients you want to work with because you're not scared anymore knowing you have protections in place. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. And that's why we're
0: here today. But I want to give a little bit of your background to our listeners. And of course, you can fill in the gaps um, and then we'll dive right in. So guys, Lisa is not only an attorney and a legal coach, but she's also a speaker and a best-selling author of the book, Easy Legal Steps That Are Also Good For Your Soul, which I want to talk about here today. She's the host of the Legally Enlightened podcast on iTunes, and she's a frequent legal expert on over 250 webinars, podcasts, including Entrepreneur on Fire. She's spoken at live events for Jonathan Fields, Mike Kennings, Carolyn Soldo, Health Coach Institute, and so much more. But the bottom line here is she's on a mission to help small business owners, just like you guys, understand that the law can be accessible, empowering, loving, and even spiritual. So uh, Lisa, how did you decide that you wanted to focus in on this element of using your knowledge and expertise? Yeah, that's
1: a great question. So I worked as a large law firm as a healthcare attorney for many years. And along the way, I became a health coach through IIN and a life coach through Coach U. And a funny thing happened as I was starting to sort of launch my health and life coaching practice, so many of my health and life coaching friends were like, but wait a minute, you're a lawyer. Like you actually get what we do in this online space, this entrepreneurial space. We need you. Like we need you to help us navigate what we need to do to protect ourselves. So I did an about face and actually um, step back into the practice. Practice of law, uh, maybe about six years ago. And one day, while I was sitting at my computer just typing away, I had this crazy download that I realized that there are seven key steps that most entrepreneurs need to take as they grow in their business. So not all at once, but as they grow and they aligned with the seven chakras, the seven energy centers of the body. And it was such a beautiful way to bring some texture and color and context to the law that I just knew I had to share it with the world. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Okay. So can, can we get into that? Because I, yeah. I'm very
0: curious and I, w- I would love to hear about it.
1: Sure. So I believe, unlike most lawyers, I believe that the law actually protects you in practical ways that we all think of, right? They cover your buns, they give you contracts and disclaimers and trademarks and LLCs and S-corps and and the, the things that you need to actually run and protect your business on the legal front. But I also believe that the law is energetic too. And what I mean by that is It's amazing how, when you take legal steps, you shift in your business energetically. Like you show up differently because you know you have protections in place. And when you create a contract or you create terms and conditions for your website or you create your privacy policy, it sounds kind of funny, but you're actually putting an energetic boundary in place as well as a practical boundary. So you are energetically shifting to say, hey, listen, here's where my policies start and end. Here's where my boundaries start and end. And I believe that you then attract to you people who also have those clear boundaries. So I feel like the law helps you practically, but it also helps you energetically too. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. No, I love that. I love that. Okay. Give us more. Talk to us about the chakras and how these, these seven different things align.
1: Absolutely. So the first thing that most people do when they're starting a business is they have a basic landing page or a really basic website. Doesn't it's not usually fancy, but they have a basic website. But they'll say to me, Lisa, I have this website and I'm nervous. Like, can I say this? Can I put this out into the world? Are people gonna think I'm a doctor if they're a health coach? Or people gonna think I'm giving them business advice? Like, ah, I feel really vulnerable. And so the first step to put in place is a website disclaimer, and I align that with the root chakra because it helps you feel grounded and secure and safe, knowing that you have some basic legal language on your website to protect you when you launch that website to the world. So that's the first step. And I'll just go through a couple. But um, the second one then is a lot of people then will start working one-on-one with clients. And that's the, the easy, an easy way to get started. So they need a client agreement. To spell out what's included in their program mm-hmm. and how much it costs and whether they have refunds and, you know, what happens if you get into a dispute and that align with the sacral chakra of the body, um, the hip region where all the good stuff lives, because that region's also associated, that energy center of the body is also associated with abundance and income and money and relationships and boundaries and trust, all of which correspond with protecting your income in, and getting really clear about your boundaries in a client agreement. So those are the first two steps that a lot of entrepreneurs take, especially if they're starting out. But even as they're going farther and farther into their business, sometimes they have to go back and, and revamp these documents and make them really strong based on where they are now. Got it. Love it. Okay. Tell us what's next. Okay. So from there, you have a basic website. You have your... Um, client agreement, you have some income coming in. Well, now that you have income, you have to declare your income. So the third step is that you need to register your business locally with your city and sometimes also with your county. And you also want to get really clear about your taxes. So Mm -hmm. now we're aligned with the solar plexus chakra, because when you, when you get really clear about your money, you start working on this money piece and you register your business to be officially a sole proprietor, then you feel more confident. You feel you have more self-esteem. You feel good and responsible knowing that you're you're taking care of the financial piece of your business the way that real business owners do. So that's step three, align with the solo plexus chakra.
0: Love it. Definitely need to do that step, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Otherwise you might get your uh you might not have a house. Okay, love it. Exactly.
1: Okay. Yes. Fourth, now we're up to the heart chakra, one of my favorites. This is where the heart and soul of your brand lives. So now people are building out their website. They're really adding content to their website. So this is where I aligned the website terms and conditions and the privacy policy. We heard a lot about privacy policies in the last few months with everything going on with GDPR in Europe. But in general, you want to have a really strong privacy policy on your website that lets people know how you're going to use their personal data and information and how you're going to keep it confidential. Likewise, you want to have a really good website terms and conditions that tells people how they can use your images and text and graphics on your site because if someone runs off and copies your work which we hate and it can happen and it's awful you have a legal document to fall back on that actually you know describes your policies as to what people can and can't do with the content on your site mm-hmm. okay so that's step 4 okay now as you look at the evolution of an entrepreneur as you keep going by now you might be at a place where you are trying to go from instead of one-to-one, you're now focusing on one-to-many and you're creating programs and online courses and group programs and downloadable info products and writing books and eBooks and selling things through your website that aren't one-on-one services. Here's where you need a document that I call the terms of use, terms of use, because you're telling people how they can use your content in your course. They check the little box during the checkout process and agree to your terms. And that way you have language in place to protect your program so that people run off with your program content. They've already agreed to some terms. It's kind of like a one-sided contract and you are able to go after them to say, stop using my stuff without my permission. So I align that with the throat chakra, the fifth chakra, because you're spreading your message farther and wider when you're going from one to many, um and you really have a much farther ability to communicate your reach and expand much broader. So that mm. is the fifth step, okay, right? So moving right along, just two more steps. The next one is by now you have a pretty substantial business and you have a lot that you can lose. So this is a good place for a lot of people. Some people will do it sooner, but a lot of people now will be putting in place an LLC or an S corporation. Mm -hmm. And I always say that you kind of, you always know when it's time to grow pro because you know you need to step up your legal protection. Like you said before, to protect your house and to protect your car so that you keep your personal assets separate from your business assets. And having a corporate entity like an LLC or an S Corp allows you to separate your personal life from your business life and keep your assets and your income completely separate. And that limits your liability. Mm-hmm. So that and that is step six.
0: Yes. So let, let's explore step six a little bit more because I think up until now, most everyone um, is at least aware of steps one through five and has heard them repeatedly, and knows of them. But let's talk about step six a little bit more in detail. So um, it, let's say we have some individuals that are listening today. They're like, oh, you know, I'm making real money in my business. I'm doing well. Things are moving and shaking. I better make sure I have some extra protection here. What do they do when they get done listening to the show today?
1: Absolutely. Well, first of all, just in the interest of time, I'll give you a quick overview. But for people who want to know more, my book, actually, Easy Legal Steps That Are Also Good for Your Soul, which is available on Amazon, that has a whole chapter dedicated to LLCs and S-Corps. But I want to give you the high level today. So, what I tell people is, when you get to this point where—and this is a ballpark figure, just to help—you want to work with your accountant, obviously, regarding your own situation. But this is a ballpark figure: is when you're making about $50,000 in your business gross income, then that's a good time to put an LLC in place. So you're moving along in your business, trucking along, um, and you want to—you can put an LLC in place. It's the easiest, simplest legal entity to put in place. It doesn't really require much upkeep, except once a year to renew it. Um, Um, But what it does is like we just talked about is it separates you from your business and you are you and your LLC actually has its own identity, its own corporate entity. And you feel really professional and confident and and legitimate when you have that LLC in place. And people take you more seriously, too, oddly, but they just do. So it's a good thing to put in place when you're at about 50 grand. Then when you reach six figures, um, that's a good point for putting an S corporation in place. What's an S corporation? Well, basically it's a corporation that is designed for smaller businesses that have less than hundred shareholders, which obviously most solo entrepreneurs are just one person and you can have a corporation with just one person. But in this S Corp, you have you actually become an employee of your own company, which is sort of an odd thing to wrap your head around. But you become an employee of your own company and then you take a salary and a distribution when you pay yourself from your own company. And this is really beneficial because. When you're at six figures, you know, you have more income. You're going to be making probably way more than that down the line. And you want to give yourself some flexibility around your taxes. This allows you to declare a salary, declare the rest of distributions. And it can sometimes generally help you save money on your taxes. I can't say every time, but generally it'll help people save money on their taxes. Also, with the S-Corp, it is more work. You have to keep more records and you have to file your taxes, usually on the quarterly tax schedule four times a year, plus your individual taxes in April. So it does require more help um, from a bookkeeper, an accountant and so on, but it's completely worth it if you're, you know, trucking along in your business and your six figures are above.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, great. Now, I have a question. So I had a, a coaching call with a client this morning. And, you know, we were talking about their email marketing strategy and, you know, all of that. And and they, this particular client is, you know, over $10 million company. And, you know, it just so happened that someone um, decided one day, this was a couple years ago, that they were going to sue them for the can spam law. Ah, Um, yeah. And basically, it was was some kind of scammer, like basically someone that I guess goes around and uses all these different email addresses Mm -hmm. and, and audits companies, whatever, and then makes a living off of suing people for this stuff, right? Wow. So... My question is, and, and Dad. I think, you know, we always hear these crazy stories like, oh, it could never happen to me, but it, it can happen to any of us, right? Any crazy, wild, mm. out of the blue thing could happen to anyone. So my question is, with having that LLC in place or having that S Corp in place, What other legal protections should entrepreneurs have when they're making real money in their business but also have a lot of legitimate assets, investments, homes, cars, boats, all kinds of stuff outside of their business to protect themselves in this crazy world where people do crazy
1: stuff like that? Totally, totally. So I'll answer that with two different things. First, you, so LLCs and S-Corps are great to have as corporate entities to separate you from your business, but you want to use legal documents in your business. So you, whether you're someone who thinks that they don't like client agreements or they don't want to use one, please, please, please use written agreements in your business, terms of use, terms and conditions, privacy policy, client agreement, website disclaimers, some of the things we talked about, plus you know, I have over 35 do-it-yourself legal templates, like lots of agreements come up over the course of a business. And the larger you get like a $10 million business, you definitely have a lot to lose. So use legal documents, please, please, please. Number one, number two, and have them reviewed by an attorney, by the way, make sure you're not just doing it all on your own there. Make sure you have an attorney helping you. Number two, the other thing is that if you are it really substantially grown your business, even past far past the first six figure mark, maybe you're making millions, maybe you're about to make a million, whatever. The, you can also protect yourself on the personal side by working with an estate planning attorney and actually create a trust or actually create a will and create um, vehicles, planned giving vehicles that allow you to to put your wealth into a trust or put your wealth into, um, a space where it's going to be taxed differently by the government, but it can protect your assets, um, in ways that go beyond just having an LLC or S corp. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay. All right. And,
0: and, you know, so, Is that basically putting like a moat around your personal assets so that if the business does get sued or if something crazy like that does happen, those things become untouchable then?
1: That's right. And it's funny you should say a moat around your business because I wrote a blog post a couple of years ago that was exactly that. You need a moat around your business. You are a castle. You're the king or queen of your business and you yes. need to put a moat around your business. So yeah, as your wealth grows, you definitely want to explore the estate planning options. You definitely want to make sure you have a will. You may want to have a trust. You may want to have several trusts. It depends on what, what all your assets are in terms of your um, investments and so on. That's where you need to have an estate planning attorney help you. But But for those who are just on their way, starting with the legal documents and the LLC or S Corp, that just that alone can give you some protection from some of the crazy people of the world, for sure.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Didn't mean to sidetrack us because you're doing amazing. (laughs) No, that's great. We made it to step six, I think, right?
1: That's right. Last step.
0: We're doing great. Let's talk about
1: step seven. seven, I align with the crown chakra. This is where we talk about wearing the crown of your business. Um, and actually, I think that one of the crown jewels of your your business um, is actually owning trademarks. And what happens is by this point, you probably have a really well-developed brand that's critical to your business, that you're passionate about, that has a lot of potential for use in the future, and that you're making a lot of profit from. So you want to protect things like your logo, your tagline, your program name, your business name. Um, Each person's situation might be different as to what they want to protect, but in general, When you file a trademark with the United States Patent and Trademark Office, you get it for 10 years and you can renew it and renew it and renew it. And that gives you an asset that actually gives you a tangible asset to create some protection for your brand so that there isn't brand confusion in the marketplace and other people aren't benefiting from your hard work from your brand. So trademarking, I align with the crown chakra because it connects you to the larger world. It connects your brand in a much bigger way. And it also is sort of a crowning achievement for you as a business owner
0: love it. Okay. Awesome. Very good. Very good. So, so Lisa, I I want you to help us in these last couple minutes of the show to adjust our mindset and our energy around mm-hmm. investing in a proactive legal strategy for our businesses because I truly do feel that in so many instances entrepreneurs are very much exposed because of that mental kind of block around wanting to have a legal person as an asset to their team proactively versus only when they're scared or fearful or, you know, whatever. So let's do a little mindset work and help us shift our energy around that as we wrap up the show here today.
1: Sure. So I look at a lawyer in your back pocket, very similarly to the other members of your team that you want to have around you who are helping you grow your business. So you might have a virtual assistant who's helping you. You have a graphic designer. You have a website designer. You have an accountant. or And if you don't, you really should have an accountant, even if you're just a smaller starting out. Um, and then you want to have a lawyer in your back pocket as well. It's no different than in your personal life when you have your family doctor and you have your dentist and you have your hairstylist and you may have your nail technician, like you Have people in your life to support you on the front end, not just when your nail breaks and you have to go fix it or just when you need a haircut, you know, People that are there to support you. And as you add a lawyer to your team, you realize it gives you a lot of peace of mind knowing that there's someone you can call if you get worried or concerned or you need a document or you're adding a team member or you're doing a joint venture with someone like things come up in the course of business and you can feel so much more at ease and secure and safe knowing that you have this person on your team who's there to help you rather than have to be in a tizzy or a panic if something happens and then trying to hurry and go find someone to assist you. So I look at it, Lisa, just like every other member of your team. You just create a spot at the table for the attorney. And if you look at any large successful company, they all have attorneys they work with and they all have attorneys who are helping them to protect and grow their business. And I I do the exact same thing for my clients as well.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, wow. um, I think that you gave us a lot to think about, a lot of great things that we can do to protect ourselves and proactively feel certain and confident going out into the world, um, you know, with with our businesses and and feeling like our personal assets are protected as we go. Um Let's talk a little bit about. You know, there's probably a lot of people listening today that don't have that legal asset by their side quite yet. Let's talk a little bit um, about what that looks like in terms of the templates that you provide, the services that you have available, all of that.
1: Sure. So, not everyone's going to have a, a lawyer on speed dial who they contact anytime they need to. And so, Part of what I've done you know, as a health and life coach myself and working for the past several years with health and life coaches and other business coaches and other entrepreneurs is to make the law not only not feel so scary and overwhelming, but to also help you with do-it-yourself legal templates that are designed for online entrepreneurs working in this space. Because a lot of templates out there you'll find on the Internet or from companies you know, they may be fine templates, but they're not geared for the languaging that we use necessarily when you're working in the online space. So I have created over 35 do-it-yourself legal templates that you can just go to my website and download and um, save to your computer and you personalize them for your own business. There's an audio guide that walks you right through the document. And then at the end of that, you're done and you can go put it to use. There's directions of where and how to use it. So I make it as simple as possible without sitting right next to you, doing it for you, um, for you to just get these, these documents in place. And they're easy to find at lisafraley.com slash DIY legal template. That is awesome. Yeah, that's
0: fantastic. It's a huge asset to have in your back pocket for sure. And, you know, I think always knowing who to turn to when you have those questions and and also knowing that you're, you know, being proactive about it is, is just huge peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think there's also a linkage between the financial success and the legal health of a company as well. And maybe that's an, another conversation for today. <laughs> um, but no, thank you so much for everything that you shared today. This is fantastic. And and um, for everybody listening, if you don't already have those things in place that Lisa mentioned here today, you know, you you heard here from Lisa where you can get those templates So no excuses to not protect yourself. Right, Lisa?
1: That's right. Thank you so much for having me and kudos to everyone who are taking legal steps to support your business. Awesome. All right. To all of our listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio,
0: thank you so much for being here. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Hold on. One more thing before you go. As a valued listener of Unstoppable Success Radio, I want to help you build your business not just during the times that you're listening to the show, but all day, every day, every week of the year. I have a new Facebook group called The Tribe of Unstoppables, and it's a place for you to come gather with other successful, driven, passionate entrepreneurs, creating financial freedom for their families, and building a life and legacy of impact and significance. If you want to be a part of the community where you can network, get leads, get gain referrals, build your business, and get unbelievable free trainings for myself and my team, go to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash community. That's kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash community. Or you can just pop into Facebook and search Tribe of Unstoppables. Drop me a note and let me know when you join. Can't wait to see you there.